Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. Today's episode is a Bible study on chapter 11 of the book of John. If you haven't checked out the previous chapters, I have all of my Bible studies and study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire. You can go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, or I'll also have it linked in the show notes here. Just click on that link, request to be in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll go on the units tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before we get into this Bible study, I want to say a quick prayer, so if you would please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. I pray that you open up our eyes to see the truth of your words. You open up our ears, our mind, and our soul to you. I pray for knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and how to implement it in our daily life. I pray that you use us as a vessel for your work and work through us to make an impact in other people's lives. And that we take the truth that you've shown us through your words and through this Bible study, and that we spread it to other people and let them know about you and how amazing you are. I love you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this Bible study. I'm going to go ahead and start reading from verse 1 of John chapter 11. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, The sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Yet, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. Then he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago the Jews tried to stone you, and yet you are going back there? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? A man who walks by day will not stumble, for he sees by the world's light. It is when he walks by night that he stumbles, for he has no light. After he said this, he went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Then Thomas, called Didymus, said to the rest of the disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. In verses 1 through 3, it talks about Lazarus being sick, where he was from, and that he had two sisters, Mary and Martha. And we can tell from these verses here that Jesus had a close relationship with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. We actually see in Luke chapter 10 where Jesus and his disciples stayed at Mary and Martha's home. And I'm going to read a few verses here. It's Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, and they say, As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. 
So that passage here is just showing that Martha opened up her home to Jesus and he stayed with them and he had to have had a close relationship with them based on these verses in chapter 11 of the book of John. And then what he says in verse 4 that his sickness will not end in death. Whenever he said this, Lazarus was already dead, but Jesus knew that the end result would be the glory of God and not death. He already knew his plans of raising from the dead and that would show the glory of God and how the Son of God would be glorified with his resurrection. And because he knew that Lazarus was already dead at that point and he was going to be raising him from the dead, he stayed two more days where he was at because he still had work to be done there. But then he was ready to go back to Judea and he told his disciples. And in verse 8, they were wondering why he was wanting to go back because the Jews tried to stone him like we see in the previous Bible studies. And then what he says in verses 9 through 10, what he means is during these hours of day that no harm would come to him. Like we've seen in other Bible studies that they tried to seize him and different things and he always slipped away or no one was able to touch him because it wasn't his time yet. And we also read in the Bible study in chapter 9 where he talks about day and night and the illustration of day and night. So basically what he's telling his disciples here is no harm will come to them, but they have to work before the night of his resurrection, which they would know about the resurrection later on. And the reason why he told his disciples in verse 11 that Lazarus had fallen asleep is because that's how Jesus saw it. He didn't see it as death because he knew that it wouldn't last. And in verse 14, this was another chance for his disciples to believe and put their faith in him. And that's why he said, for your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe. And then in verse 16, Thomas was willing to go with Jesus, even if it meant dying with him. He made this commitment and he didn't really understand the promise of the resurrection, but he was fully committed to the will of Jesus Christ and being a disciple of Jesus Christ. So he was going to follow him no matter what. Alright, so I'm going to continue reading at verse 17. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in his tomb for four days. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she told him. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who was to come into the world. And after she said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would have not died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. 
Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? So I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 21 through 22, Martha's talking to Jesus and says, If you had been here, my brother would have not died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. So Martha had faith in Jesus, and she knew that he would be able to help him while he was still alive, but she had given up hope because he had already been dead, and he had already been dead for four days. And she didn't think that there was any possibility that he would raise Lazarus up from the dead, but she still had faith in him and knew that God the Father would give Jesus anything he asked. So again, in verse 24, she said that she knew he would rise again in the resurrection at the last day. So she didn't think there was any hope in him actually raising Lazarus from the dead that day. She knew that because he did follow Jesus Christ and he was a believer of Jesus Christ, then he would be resurrected at the last day. But she didn't think that there was any possibility that Jesus would bring Lazarus back to life that day. And then what Jesus says in verses 25 through 26. What he's speaking of is eternal life and how people that believe in him and ask him to come into their hearts, they have eternal life. And whenever they do die and they go away from the earthly world, they will still live forever in heaven. And he asked her if she believed this and she told him yes. And Martha did believe that Jesus was the Christ and the Son of God. So then she went to her sister Mary and told her that the teacher was there and that he was asking for her. So Mary got up quickly and went to go see Jesus. And then the Jews that had been comforting her noticed that she was gone and they followed her because they thought that she was going to be going to the tomb to mourn there. And then in verse 32, what Mary said was the same thing that Martha said. If you had been there, my brother would have not died. And then in verse 33, you guys, where Jesus saw... Mary weeping, and the Jews that had come along with her also weeping. He was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. And this just goes to show that Jesus cares for us. He is touched by our emotions. And whenever we're mourning and whenever we are having a hard time, he wants to comfort us. And he loves and cares for us so deeply. And it hurts him to see us hurting. And then in verse 35, where it says that Jesus wept, he was fully man and fully God. And he was not ashamed to show that he was human. And just like we see at the beginning of this chapter, it says that Jesus loved Martha and Mary and Lazarus. And whenever he saw Lazarus at the tomb and whenever Mary and the others wept, it made him weep also because he was mourning with them. He was fully man. And so the Jews saw how he loved him, but some of them said that if he could open up the eyes of the blind, just like we saw in chapter 9, and we've seen in other chapters where he opened up the eyes of the blind, then could he have not kept Lazarus from dying? And so they didn't understand how he could love Lazarus so much, but wait four days to come and not help him, not heal him whenever he was sick. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 38. Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, 
By this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there four days. Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. So I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 39 through 40, Jesus said to take away the stone and Martha said that there was a bad odor because he had been there four days. But then in verse 40, he said, did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? He just asked her if she believed in the prior verses and she said yes. And so he was going to show her the glory of God. And they took the stone away and then Jesus looked up and talked to his father. And he did this because he wanted the people that were standing there to believe. He knew that God was always right there listening to him and that he always heard his request and he was fully submitted to the will of God the Father. And he was in God the Father and God the Father was in him. But he said this for the people so that they may believe that God the Father really sent him. And then he told Lazarus to come out. And then in verse 44, Lazarus came out with his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. So Lazarus came out with his grave clothes and he told them to take off the grave clothes and let him go. And this was a miraculous sign of him raising someone from the dead after four days of him being in the tomb. And no one thinking that there was ever any possibility of Jesus being able to resurrect him. Martha knew that at the last day, he would be resurrected, but she didn't think that there was any possibility that that day Jesus would bring him back to life. But that's the power of Jesus Christ. And in our times of mourning and in our times of tough times that we feel like we're not going to ever be able to get over or there's no hope for us, there's no hope for our situation, there's no hope for our family members or whatever the case may be during those times... We have to just remember and put our faith in Jesus and know that he is powerful and he's merciful and loving and gracious and he will help us in our tough times. He can perform miraculous signs and we just have to trust him wholeheartedly. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 45. Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did put their faith in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees called a meeting at the Sanhedrin. What are we accomplishing? They asked. Here's this man performing many miraculous signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, and then the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. Then one of them, named Saphis, who was high priest that year, spoke up. You know nothing at all. You do not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than the whole nation perish. He did not say this on his own, but as high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation, and not only for that nation, but also for the scattered children of God, to bring them together and make them one. So from that day on, they plotted to take his life. Therefore, Jesus no longer moved about publicly among the Jews. Instead, he withdrew to a region near the desert, 
to a village called Ephraim, where he stayed with his disciples. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, many went up from the country to Jerusalem for their ceremonial cleansing before the Passover. They kept looking for Jesus, and as they stood in the temple area, they asked one another, What do you think? Isn't he coming to the feast at all? But the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone found out where Jesus was, he should report it so that they might arrest him. So those are the last verses of chapter 11, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. So after Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, many of the Jews that had come to visit Mary put their trust in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and they told him what Jesus had done because they still had hate in their heart and they didn't fully believe in Jesus Christ. And it also could have been a fear of the Pharisees and the chief priests that they went and told him what Jesus had done. So then the chief priest and the Pharisees had a meeting and they were talking about Jesus and they said that if they let him keep going on like this, then everyone's going to believe in him. And then the Romans are going to take away their temple and their nation. So these chief priests and Pharisees were afraid that if people kept putting their faith in Jesus and he had more followers, then the Romans would see that as a threat. And they wanted to keep that power and they wanted to keep their nation. So they were trying to figure out how to deal with the problem of Jesus so they could keep that power and all of that and not have any problems with the Romans. So then verses 49 through 53, where Cephas said that they don't realize it's better for one man to die for the people than the whole nation to perish. He didn't know this, but he prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation. And so they plotted to take his life from that day on. So then Jesus went to a village called Ephraim and stayed with his disciples because he couldn't move around publicly. It still wasn't his time yet for his crucifixion. He still had more work to do. So he went secretly with his disciples to finish out his work instead of being around publicly for them to kill him because it wasn't his time yet. So then in verses 55 through 57, many of the Jews kept looking for Jesus in Jerusalem when it was almost time for the Passover, and they were asking each other if they didn't think that he was going to come to the feast at all, which the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone found out where he was to report it so they may arrest him. And Jesus still had work to be done. He, it still wasn't his time yet. So these people couldn't find him in Jerusalem because he was in Ephraim with his disciples. All right, so that concludes chapter 11 Bible study. Next week, we're going to go over chapter 12. So stay tuned for that. I love you guys so much and I will see you guys next time. Bye guys.